Hey everybody, this is Brad Bruce and I'm with Jace Marsiglia. And you're listening to the 5195 Podcast, Episode 6. Episode 6. How you doing? Good, man. Tired. Yeah. Tired? What a day. Why are you tired? Today was very productive. Very productive out here in good old sunny California. Yeah? Yep. What'd you do? What did I do? What wink, did you do? Wink, wink. We, we did some stuff, man. We had some meetings and cruised around and did some promotional stuff it was just a good day yeah it didn't go by too fast we were able to kind of savor some moments yeah i think i think we were laying some pretty cool foundations today for some awesome stuff like you said last episode new beginnings new beginnings my man you know you're you're totally right you know the past year year and a half the industry has been so out of my mind sure i want to do it it's just there was no desire to do it it's ever present just not a priority yeah you know there were things that happened that kind of was like slowly pulling me back i would imagine living out here it'd be hard to avoid to Mm -hmm. some degree you know what i mean yeah i I feel like it would always be floating just nearby you know you'd see it acknowledge it move on if you're not really down with it yeah well like especially Working in LA for so long and knowing all the production houses and what studios are where and going there for so long and doing that and being a part of it and then all of a sudden not doing it, but still being in the town for a different business. Mm -hmm. It was refreshing after doing that for so long, which not that long, but it was still a few years of doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. I still would you know, drive by a place and be like, oh, we shot something over there. It was kind of like, oh, memories. Yeah. And then after COVID started to kind of settle, I, I reached out to a couple of friends that are still currently in the business to see if they still wanted to be my friend. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they did. And so the first one was um, Jimmy Duvall. Mm-hmm. And like I hit him up. And of course it was like, we never stopped. So that was, that was nice. It was cool. And same thing with Manfredini. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know, it hit him up and, you know, we had went and had lunch and dinner with him a few times and everything was cool. There was just like, I'm not going to say epiphany, but light switch of like, okay, I want to make a movie. Yeah. The bug has returned. Yeah. Because my vinyl redemption script really started popping back in because I think it would just be something super fun to do. Mm hmm. And now I have this, I can do it on my own terms. Yep, for sure this time. Even with the crew I was working with, that's not there no more. So the hangups that I would have already knew I was going to face going into a feature, even that's not there. Right, Right. So now it's even a little more exciting to be able to do this and not have to wonder about... No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, and that's liberating. Mm -hmm. You and I started talking more and more. Yeah. And then maybe it's time for you to come back out. Let's do some work. Yeah. We were kicking the idea around about the podcast. I had told you and you had done a couple before. Yeah. You know, and I had done a couple. So I was like, ah, why not just give it a shot? Sure. After months of planning, you landed and and we went into it, you know, and we were, we did pretty well, you know, and it, I think so. I think so too, you Um, know, I do. Not that I had any reservations or any doubt that sitting down here with you and collaborating in real time would be weird or 
that we wouldn't see eye to eye. Yeah. You know, because me, I'm not, it sounds funny saying I'm not collaborative. I've not collaborated. Um, I've had people give me an outline. Um, I've had people say, this is the script. Can you make it better? But I've never sat across from someone and was like, we're doing this together right now. Um, even with your your desolate years ago, um, you threw me the script and asked me to punch it up a little bit. And that wasn't collaborative. That was me doing something, kicking it back, you doing something, maybe kicking it back, which is a way, you know, that is a process. But there's really nothing that beats sitting in a room together and just banging something out, you know, and, and just being like, oh, that's a great idea and get it yeah. down, you know. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, there's a big disconnect and a, a chasm. I think, uh, you know, the week or so I've spent out here just working, it's been productive. It's very. been very productive. Um, we've had plenty of time to goof around and hit up some restaurants and, you know, and all that. But um, it's it's been a work week. Totally. And it's been awesome. It's been awesome to be able to stretch that creativity out again mm-hmm. with someone and get excited about it again. Yeah. Above all, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I'm on the other side of that. I've collaborated a lot in face-to-face with, like, in a writer's room with, like, 10 other people. Yeah. Whether it be for, like, a show or a movie or whatever, you know? And it, it was, it was, being in a writer's room was, like, for me, especially being new, mm-hmm. was super scary because it was almost like, we were like caged animals and they would like open the door and like throw in the raw meat and everyone was kind of like fighting to get to it. And then it was almost like everyone had something to prove to kind of outshine everyone else in the room. Sure. And it was a little scary, you know, uh, you know at, the, at well, the beginning. It's it's Survivor all of a sudden. You're trying to see who the weak link is and if they're yeah. going to get voted off the island. Yeah. You know, and uh, to me, just as as, you know, kind of a lone wolf in this whole thing. Uh, that sounds like pure chaos to me. It was scary. I think it would fuck up my creativity in a way. I yeah. Th- I think it would stifle it because I'm more stressed about what everyone in the room thinks. Are we connecting as writers? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are you going to shoot down this idea? You know? Yeah. It's just there's so many factors when there's so many cooks in the kitchen that I don't think... I Like... I feel like I'd go into that with some trepidation that would fuck me up. Yeah. You know, but again, like you said, that was television and stuff for the most part. And that is from a writing standpoint, a very collaborative environment. That's something that very rarely do you see. This was written by one dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if it was, it's usually like a showrunner who knows where he's steering the ship. Yeah. But yeah, something like, it's cool because you can literally write one joke. Mm-hmm. And then get a writer's credit, right? And you that's <laughs> what. And you know what? And it just it, blows me away. It, and also, know? that's kind of a double-edged sword. It's cool, mm-hmm. but then it's also like, am I really writing? Right. I feel like I contributed something. Yeah. You know, that's why ghost writing or script improvement. It makes sense that not everyone's names on it because some these things change hands a lot. Yeah. And. uh Every movie would have like a dozen writers or well, something can, on yeah, it. Yeah, I can say honestly, ghostwriting was the greatest. Sure. For me. Was the best. 
it it genuinely was and because i had best of both worlds because i had the ability to write on something and have complete detachment from it because it's not yours yeah but and then with that i also got genuine reaction what do you mean like if something i wrote or punched up on a script got used mm-hmm. i could see like if i was sitting in a movie theater watching something how a joke would land with the audience oh i see and it was like no one knew mm-hmm. you know and like that was cool you know sure. and like i never like honestly fame money was never a factor for me in this like i i never wanted fame never was like worried about the money i just wanted to have the connection with this world that i love so much right you know and so when you just want to live here and that's the know? thing is like when ghostwriting came up there was a manager who basically was like i went to go meet with about a short film i was doing i was talking to him about getting one of his actors yeah and he was talking about this script that fell on his desk he had to hire someone to punch it up and this and that and he was like the writer that wrote it wants 100 percent credit mm-hmm. and so we're just gonna hire someone to punch it up get paid but zero connection to the movie yeah and i was like that's a thing yeah and i was like can i see it and so while we're waiting on the actor to show up i start reading this thing Mm -hmm. and then on my phone in my notes i'm like writing here like we do this we'll do that you know he says this he says that um i showed him Mm -hmm. he didn't chuckle because i think most agents managers are kind of devoid of soul (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) but i think he saw ooh. This might be easier for me. I see what you did there, and it's hilarious. And yeah, <laughs> pretty fucking close. <laughs> um, so I actually kind of begged him for the job. Yeah. And he's like, okay, fine. Give you a shot. I'll you know, give it back to me in a week. Yeah. And I was like, how much needs to be punched up? And he had notes. Oh, okay. What needed work. So you had a map. I did have a map. Although, you know, I used their map, mm-hmm. but then I did the whole script and turned it back into him. Okay. Now... Still, because of like NDA things, yeah, I can say out of the, my first time doing this, they used about seventy five percent of what I gave them. That's awesome, though. And I was fucking shocked because I thought maybe a few things, a few lines, maybe, yeah, you know. And then when I saw it, I was just like, "Oh my god, like that's <laughs> fucking cool." I was happy because I was not known. Yeah. And it was like the best of both worlds because it was like I was doing it, but I didn't have to worry about anything. But you got to be invisible. I, uh, yeah. You know, and it was awesome. You got that superpower. Yeah. It was. It was really cool. It was fun. But is, is there any part of you that's like, if that movie hits or starts getting accolades, you know, awards, is there ever a part of you that's like, it's because of me? I did. I did that. Um, that's know. not the direction I thought you were going to go in. That's fucking hilarious. Because um, <laughs> I just mean, you know, instinctively, we're just as creatures, we seek approval. And I wonder, because I've never done this for anybody, you know, but it's, it's one of those deals where I'm like, if you saw something take off and you were at ground zero script and you're just like, you know, being invisible... Yeah. Kind of sucks right now because everyone is partying off of this and damn it. Yeah. I no. can't say shit. You um, know? Yes. You yeah. know. It has. Your script, here. your script was garbage. Yeah. And here, let me show you. 
Okay. Shut the fuck up. Well, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the other thing. What's up? For some reason, I thought there was a dip. Well, you want chips? <laughs> I was looking for some French onion. Um, yeah, so here's here's the thing. That wasn't a hit right away, though. No. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a hit until much later. Like, it became but a cult thing. Definitely. And I'm literally trying to skate this topic. Oh, I know. You know? And I'm not, I'm yeah, not going to no, give I'm, anything I'm, away. I'm trying so hard because it's like, I wish. But this is almost like a fucking lifetime NDA where I know, like, I would be sued. Oh, yeah. For sure. And especially, I totally respect it, and I'm so sorry. Especially listeners. knowing that guy, uh huh, he would sue. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Even though someone in his camp was like, you should keep him around forever. Really? Yeah. Someone pulled him aside and was just like, you got yourself a uh, golden goose over here. That's who said it. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we'll stop doing this. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish I could tell everyone, or I wish I could put that on. Like, I don't have an IMDb, because like, I just, I never wanted one. I have had other people do them mm -hmm. for projects, but I used to just take them down. For yourself? Yeah. I would, like, take myself out of it. I have one, and I don't really care. It's not really updated a whole lot. But if anyone were to ask, here's the link. There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't really, it's not like I, I've got my IMDb as my home screen. Right. I don't care. But it's nice when a friend or a family member is just like, you were involved in this, this, or this. And I go, yeah, here's my yeah. IMDb. Check yeah. it out. You know, here, if go look for those if you mm -hmm. want, you know. And um, that's nice. And it's a good shorthand way of not having to sit here and jerk off. It's just kind of like, yeah, here, I did these movies. And just let you fucking research yourself but that's kind of what i use it for it's it's sort of a business card i get it but, i do I, I get that but i could see where people maybe particularly actors and actresses they're just like dude i was in this i oh, was in you know yeah and it's it's and i understand that 100 the excitement of being validated like dude mm -hmm. i got an imdb but people like us who are more behind the camera it's there more as a resume i am a 100 unknown now, that's my journey. That's my doing. And just so our listeners are aware, you're cool with that. 100%. Right. Because, like I said, that was my journey. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted that. Like, I remember I remember after we shot Michael mm -hmm. with Sean Whalen, it was selected by a short film festival out in LA. Me and my sound guy and someone else went. It was cool because... We were premiering with that Jennifer Lynch documentary, Despite the Gods. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen that or not. I've not. Okay. She shot a movie in India. Okay. About this woman that like becomes a snake. And it was just where everything that could go wrong went wrong. Wow. And this whole thing was documented. Ooh, okay. I don't know if you've ever met Jennifer or are familiar with a lot of her movies. She's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, I love everything she does. I love her outlook, her personality, like everything about her. She yeah. is just a rad person. Okay. Like, I love Jennifer Lynch. Just the fact that, like, something I did was attached to... It's a feather. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that was so cool. So I actually ended up going to the premiere because I never go to any stuff like that. Sure. I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Not that it's bad. It's just not for me. It's not your scene. So we went and... And they were showing some other films 
in this anthology that we had done, mm -hmm. this audience was fucking brutal. Really? Oh, God, were they brutal. And I started really stressing out. Yeah. Because they were ripping these movies apart. Oof. This, uh, they're laughing at a scene that should not be laughed at. Oh, that's painful. I mean, where this, this that's hard to watch. This writer director was writing a scene about an abortion. Yeah. And it was and it was from the standpoint of the baby. Ooh. Where it's just like, I can't wait to see you, mommy. Like, what are you doing? What is that? Oh What's no. And I was like, and people are <laughs> laughing and mocking it. Oh my god. Right in front of me. Director. Oh my god. You could watch him just slink into his seat oh. and just put his hand in his head to where the person next to him was like elbowing him like it's okay trying to console him and so you know a couple of them go by and my my film starts on a black screen mm -hmm. with a music cue that's what starts it okay and i knew mine was up yeah and i just went like here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, you know, it started, and it's like we have that establishing shot of this old farmhouse, and then we cut to interior, Sean walking in the frame, and he's just talking all this crazy rhetoric, mm -hmm. and he walks over to this workbench just full of all these blood-stained, archaic tools, mm -hmm. and then, like, he slams his hand down, and then we cut to, he has a guy, like, tied to a chair with his mouth taped. Mm-hmm. And the audience was just like, oh. Like, and, oh, shit. Yeah. And then he talking about all I wanted to do was just save your soul. And what did you do? You flipped me off with this hand right here and takes his hand and puts it on an anvil mm. and then mm -hmm. duct tapes his hand to it and then pulls out a hammer. And the guy's like screaming like, no, no. And Sean's like, shh, shh, shh it's okay. <laughs> He's like Margaret White. Yeah. 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 And then just proceeds to obliterate his hand mm -hmm. where chunks fly out bones are exposed there's blood spraying the guy is screaming yeah and the audience was just like oh my god and turning away and like holy shit and then the, the whole thing went through the movie ended and they fucking clapped wow and like i looked at him and i was like let's get the fuck out of here yeah yeah and we really got up and like walked out we were like on the way home and one of the mcs of the show was just like okay everyone's ready we're gonna do the q a now oh my and i was like oh dude i'm i'm gone we're fucking out of and here. he started laughing he's like no seriously we need you over here people actually want to talk to you and they're curious yeah and i was like oh, dude i'm gone and he was like wow <laughs> people are gonna be disappointed yeah but you know that's an earned disappointment <laughs> it's kind of cool because yeah it could have been completely the other way where they wanted to make fun of the fucking guy for yeah. the stupid movie he did. And Instead, I, you had them. And I didn't I didn't leave because like I'm just too good to talk to somebody. At the time, I just wasn't into that. I actually kind of would have almost looked at it like, we won. Let's leave before it turns. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm just like, let's leave on a high. Yeah. Let's just go before something ruins the night. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, you know, this, this business, it is really fun. You know, and again, I think we've said it before that it's like, you know, we're we're fans first. Yes. I, I know I'm a fan of this stuff first. I love this stuff so much. I, as much as I would love to entertain someone with some of my work, if it doesn't entertain me first and foremost, 
Yeah. Uh, it goes in the scrapyard. I always write what I want to see. Yeah, me too. I mean, even right down to the type of monster or whatever, yeah. I'm writing it as that would look cool. That's what I want to see. You know, it sounds greedy, but that's how you make a good story because you don't know how many people are going to connect with something that you didn't think they would. Yeah. You know, that's what's cool about it is you'd be surprised how many people agree with you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you just no. got to get over that trepidation and that ego and go, I'll put this out there. Yeah. It'll connect with somebody because we all know that there are shitty fucking movies out there mm-hmm. that have fans. Yeah. Definitely. There isn't a movie out there that has zero fans. I don't. I mean, a, I'm I guilty of that. I don't give a fuck about tomato meters or any of that shit. No, me neither. There is somebody who likes that movie, yeah. even if no one else does. Yeah. And that's that's a whole separate topic for it, another yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. But what I want to do before we get, while we still have some time, um, today, part of our you know, part of what we were doing today was uh, we 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 kind of explored a new avenue. I think because we we tend to do stuff. I don't want to say one hundred and one, but we we have a pattern that we follow, and uh, we kind of started kicking the tires of crowdfunding today, thanks to your. I mean, yeah, uh, assistant director, assistant director, uh, producer. Hmm. Um. And Jane of all trades and friend and friend composer. Yes. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not like anti, like, you know, flag planted, you mm-hmm. know, crowdfunder. I just don't know it. Me and neither. I had, and I had a lot of like questions about it. Sure. And I mean, I've, the only experience I've had with it is pledging. Yeah. Same. I've never run anything. Same. I've never looked into the how the sausage was made. As well. But Tina floated the idea for vinyl. Why don't we crowdfund this? Yeah. And I think crowdfunding gets a bad rap because it sounds like you're putting your head on the sidewalk and playing the guitar. That's what I thought. It's. I think that's what most people think. Yeah. I'm assuming. And I'm still not a hundred percent like fuck yeah, let's go. No, but it was a it was an interesting view. Yeah. And so I think what we should really get into is this 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 morning we you know we 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 jumped up and we jammed down to Burbank. Yep. And we met with uh, Harry Manfredini mm-hmm. um, at Pinocchio's. Yep. Um, and we just kind of brought it up and. I, because I was like anti, not anti to the point of like, you know, you can never change my mind, but. No, but it just didn't sound like an avenue you wanted to pursue. Yeah. And it's, and, and it's because I, like you said, I didn't know anything about it. No. And that's the thing. Um, even if you said no, I feel like it was with a caveat. Yeah. Like, let me look into this, even though I'm kind of eh, yeah. ambivalent. And, you know, Harry had some great suggestions and points about it he did he mentioned things that i didn't even consider because i was worried about it and again this is not a knock to anyone who's crowdfunded which is super common yeah some of the best indie slash documentaries i've seen have been crowdfunded and i think that's why now after you know after today and and realizing a lot of that stuff Mm -hmm. that i'm more 
open to the idea now. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I, had, I had actually talked to him about it and... I was like, okay, you know, like, um, um, let's not, let's give it a shot then. Right. You know, and, and, you know, so Tina was like, well, then I'll put a campaign together. Mm-hmm. I'll put some perks together and we'll, you know, set up a, a location to do some videos for promoting it. Right. With some of the actors and, you know, Harry agreed to do it. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, how can I say no to that? Right. You know, because like, like Harry said, what's the worst thing that happens? No one crowdfunds? Your life that is not changing. No, you just think of some another way to make the you movie. Just go back to the drawing board. Yeah, it and doesn't I, mean it's dead in the water. And you know what? What I think is the script with the people attached will speak for itself. Yeah, you know. So now I'm I, I am a little more excited about it. About what could I do to get it going? What's funny is with that idea floated by tina yeah and all of us kind of mulling over it over brunch or lunch whatever it felt like vinyl redemption kind of got fast-tracked all of a sudden it really did did you feel the train leave the station while we were at the table it really did it was just kind of like okay we could do this 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 and this and harry was literally like so get to work yeah guys yeah get that script out and we're just we're looking at each other like i guess so yeah yeah we need to we need to get to work Mm -hmm. because Suddenly, with that one seed planted, we yeah. were like, wow, this could work, and we probably need to hurry up and make this work. Right. Because you know what? The way this the way this happened, the organic way, um, I like. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I'm more like, the points that were made, I'm more like, okay, let's really explore it. Yeah. And again... Because of my quote unquote career in this business, pretty much all being gone now. Yeah. I am starting over brand new mm-hmm. and putting myself out there as a name. Yeah. And as a commodity. Yep. Now I, I'm not gonna be just, you know, talking about what happened, mm-hmm. but now I'm just like, what's going to happen? Right. So and- I'm a, so a, technically I'm a new filmmaker. And I'm just starting in this business. Sure. You know, so luckily enough, I know a lot of people and a lot of tricks and how to make things happen now. All from previous navigation. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I want to make my movies with my friends our way. Yeah. So it's like, what better way than to do it with the fans? Sure. And give the fans a really cool opportunity to be a part of some fun stuff. Yeah. Because I think looking at the last few movies that have come out, indie and mainstream, I think the fans really need some good old fashioned 80s hard R horror comedy movies. Sure. Not, I really do. Not something as a gimmick or a lark, just a true throwback to yeah. a fun era. Just extremely fun. Yeah. And something that's timeless and has rewatchability. Yeah. You know, like a lot of these 80s movies did for us that we still watch continuously. Absolutely. So it's like, I want to kind of get, you know, I want to have my love letter to the 80s. Yeah. And something that like the fans will appreciate and I'll appreciate. Yeah. So now it's like, I'm starting fresh and I'm starting with the fans as well. Yes. Because I'm a fan too. You know, so I'm really excited about this. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really excited. And also because... 
Harry was excited. He was. You know, and the fact that like we started punching the script up. Uh-huh. And now we're we're doing it on cuz you know we used to write on uh final draft. Yes. And um Del Howison who owns Dark Delicacies mentioned Fade In to me. Yeah. And I told you and you grabbed a copy. Mm-hmm. I had a copy. And now we're literally collaborating on different coasts. In real time. In real time. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, we had one night while you were here, we started punching up the vinyl script mm-hmm. and really tightening it up. And it was amazing to sit here across from you. Yep. And collaborate and and really hone this script in and and, and dial these jokes in and, and dial, you know, these, everything in. It, it was awesome. You know, yeah. like it was really, it was... I was excited again and me too. You know, when we're like we're basically reading the script to each other. Yes. And I'm over here laughing at something that I wrote years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so maybe that's like a good sign that shit's still funny or I'm just immature. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I'm counting on the millions of people that are immature like us yeah. are gonna get this movie. Yes. And speaking of Dell, after Pinocchio's, we all shot over, Harry included two dark delicacies. Mm-hmm. Hung out with Dell for a while, which Dell is one of the greatest people I've ever met in my yeah, life. I, I love Dell and too. Sue, his wife. I wish she was there, but she wasn't. Uh, this will be the second time I've not met Sue. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's always hilarious. been Dell, which is cool. I yeah. love Dell, but yeah. Sue, I, this Sue is just this. Uh, you know, she's this mythical person that yeah. I always hear yeah, the greatest things about. She's amazing. So like Sue, they're both. One of these days, we got to chat. We I literally, I literally like think like Dell and Sue are like. They're horror's parents. Yes. They really are. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they have home, which is dark delicacies, that all the kids want to go. Yeah. And play, mm-hmm. you know? And so when we told Dell, like, what we were doing, and I was just like, man, he would be perfect for this this record store owner. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, hey, how do you feel about jumping in front of the camera? Yeah. And he was receptive. He was. And what's funny, he was doing that character without knowing it. Yeah. There, there were moments in today's visit where he would, he'd make a joke or a smarmy line or something, and we'd look at each other like, There it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah there it is. That's the guy. And he wasn't even trying. Yeah. That's just so Dell. Having, having him, you know, with some interest and possibly being involved, great. Yep. You know, and so it's it's crazy how since you've gotten here- Literally, this has risen from the ashes. It really has. And fast. And very fast. Yeah. So now we're moving forward with it. So we'll be able to promote the, you know, the Instagram and whatever else we do with Vinyl Redemption and like the the, the Indiegogo campaign or GoFundMe, whatever they d- decide to choose. Because I don't even know what's around anymore. Me neither. Me neither. You know, like whatever the best avenue is, I'm sure, you know, Tina will be able to find it. Because what did... Harry called her the cleric. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so it's like whatever like the pencil pusher comes up with, then that's what I go and with. One hundred percent trust in her too. She's, yeah, same. She's really clever with that stuff. Yeah. So so I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, like I'm super cool with that. I'm really excited. Um But what's funny though is everything you said about crowdfunding and having a f- fan connection. Yeah. They're doing it right now. Yeah. Because Yes, next episode, episode after that, we're going to have actual topics. This is a pop culture show. For sure. But you're 
going to be with us every step of the It's almost like a Blu-ray commentary slash behind the scenes thing. You're here from ground zero and we're kind of giving you updates as they happen. Yeah. Granted, you know, who knows when this will be done or whatever, or how far into the process will be when you, when you get around to listening to this one, if you're just joining us, but you're kind of here from inception Mm -hmm. in a weird way. Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to bogart the hour with what did you do today? But you're going to get updates clear up until it's made, I yeah, would imagine. And for sure. I think that's pretty cool that it you're, is along, pretty cool. you're along the, for the ride with us. You know? Yeah, it is pretty cool. So that's to me, that's a unique thing. It's one thing when you have filmmakers who have podcasts and they're just like, oh, what you working on today? Oh, I went over here and we did this, this, and this. No, we're kind of like, we're letting you in on the creative process. Yeah. And hopefully through our shows... It gives it bolsters something in you that gives you the confidence to pursue this as well. Mm-hmm. Gives you ideas, gives you avenues. Um, so I, I really appreciate the listeners that we have, and um, I really hope that you guys get what we're doing here. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's not that deep. Of course, you know, next week we're we're going to talk about something completely different. Mm-hmm. But uh, we hope you appreciate you know, just kind of a look behind the curtain and just going for the ride with us. And maybe it'll help you if this is what you're pursuing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're not pursuing it and you just think we're a couple funny fucks, you know, whatever, I'm cool with that too. Same. Same. (laughs) You know, as long as as you're at work and you're smirking or just straight up laughing and your coworkers think you're a psycho, Mm -hmm. just say, um, it's these fucks I listen to every now and again. You know, because I think we will get to the point to where we'll have an email to give out. Where oh, if people sure. want to, you know, write in questions, we can answer them on air. That would you be know, cool. And yeah. just really be um, engaging and interactive with the listeners. Yeah. Because remember, like, we're just fans too. Two fans trying. And specifically, fans of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Final Redemption is going to be an 80s throwback. Mm-hmm. Just 80s fun, 80s excess. And next episode, why don't we talk a little bit about why that decade was so influential? Oh, that's a great idea. You think so? Yeah, I like that. Because we glean a lot of our inspiration from that decade. I Definitely. So Definitely. You know, and if you're if you're kind of a cinema newbie, uh, maybe we'll give you some ideas about some things to hunt down. Yeah, that's a great idea. All good? I love it. All right, man. Well, until next time. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>